Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Ian Morris, co-creator of The Inbetweeners, an old colleague of ours from Fantasy Football Days, was uh, with us. And he's written a football sitcom, hasn't he? Mm. And Steve Crute, uh, sausage maker to the stars. Yeah, sausage maker to uh, the stars. Although the stars haven't actually eaten them yet. But as you'll <laughs> discover. Um, and what else did we like? Oh, we, we had a bit of a chat about ground, various things. Yeah. And we brought you the clips of the month. Yes. So uh, you'll hear that as well. So Enjoy. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Afternoon, Paul. I wonder if it's a bit like the first Test match where England were a bit undercooked going to that and didn't play well and they'll get better throughout the I mean, rest the, of this A lot of those series. boys have been out there for a while, though, haven't they? Because that's yeah. why sort of Wokes was able to step up recently White in the team. Yeah, that's different. Um, you're, you're, you're quite chilled about this. You're normally a bit sort of psychotic if England aren't playing well. Really, you don't, it doesn't really matter, does it? You <laughs> it's, it's interesting it's that. It's a one-day series well, and, but, and in a time when there's not another World Cup for four years and... You know, you, it's not it's not bothering. I'm not happy, you. but I mean, you know, not, not bothering. Well, I don't it's expect like that. No. <laughs> but you're right. But that's the interesting thing is, in some parts of the world, um, people would say this mattered more than Test matches. But uh, of They'd course, be wrong. they would be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that's fair I'm enough. Before the T20 World Cup, well, that, that's not so far away. So no, I think those games have a bit more relevance. But uh, yeah, no, you want England to do well, and this has been pretty poor. But we'll see what happens when they bat, eh? Yeah, that's right. And uh, I, I love this. <laughs> this is a story about Hoomin Son. Oh, yeah. And uh, obviously, you know, Spurs are, you know, in a position now to catch Chelsea, a position for the top four. So Hoomin Son has warned. Has he? Tottenham will hunt down Chelsea in the race for the top four. Does that four. sound like the sort of thing he'd do? This is what Does he, he actually, issue this warnings? Is, this is what he said. We have a lot of games to play, and at the end of the season, we'll see what happens. We just try to be focused. We just try and get as many points as possible. That's oh, a hell of a warning he's issued there. That's a warning, isn't it? That's quite frightening what he said. <laughs> Should have been ex-certificate. So funny, ridiculous. Yeah. What are you going to do? And uh, Gary... He didn't fire a broadside, though, did he? No. No, no, no footballers no, still do that's, that. That's very true, actually. Yeah. And uh, Gary Lineker's England shirt is up for auction. Yeah, if you that's saw the this. one from uh, the Euros in 92, the last ever game when he was substituted. Oh, yeah, so... Yeah. I'm sure there'll be letters saying surely the money could be spent on the race spent on license pensioners licenses. It's, it's probably going. It's going to happen, isn't I it? I imagine it's being sold for charity. <laughs> it I is being sold for yeah, charity. Yeah, well, there we are. Then it's going to something worthwhile, isn't it? 
Actually, talking of money, I've got a, an interesting... I was telling you before the show, I've got this very interesting email. I'm thinking of following it up. Well, I'll tell you what, you've, if, if you don't mind me coming in on it, it sounds fantastic. <laughs> OK. Yeah, just tell it, us it, about it, says, it. I'm sorry to have invaded your privacy like this. I am... Should I not say her name, just in case? Yeah, just in case. OK. I'm the Chief Internal Auditor Banking Division with X Bank. Oh, yeah. Uh, wherever it is. I have a project of $13,609,000 yeah. that I'd love to introduce and share with you. Kindly respond back to me and I'll explain more. Yeah. Okay. The, the fine, uh, I don't know if you saw, I told you, you saw it, didn't you, Famalam, the, the BBC3 uh, yes. sitcom? But they oh, did yeah. have that, they had those characters <laughs> that, character. that were sending these letters out. <laughs> yeah, and they were all, they were all kosher. <laughs> yeah. They were, couldn't understand why no one was writing back. I've got all this money sitting here. <laughs> yeah, that was very and we can't sketch. give it away. It was a very good idea, yeah. I enjoyed I know you haven't seen it, so I won't give anything away, but... Uh, I, I know. Inside Number 9 was very good. Yes, I've, um, I've got it I've got it recorded, ready to go tonight. I, I, mm. got, uh, I got sucked into that Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix, I must say, it's uh, which Martin Kellner told us about yes, the other I should, day. I should have a look at it, actually. It is, uh, it is fascinating stuff. So, uh, yeah, and I'll Patrick, be watching that tonight. Patrick Mahomes, of course, what a great day it was <clears> for yeah. him. He's uh, definitely the big star of the NFL. He's only 24. Mm. But uh, he did a classic, uh, Lennox Lewis, here. That's when you talk about yourself in the third party, your self-reference. Yeah. And uh, despite all the praise, Modest Mahomes, 24, said, I just try and be the best Patrick Mahomes I can be. <laughs> I just want to be the best Andy Jacobs I can be today. Really? No. Blimey, I <laughs> hope you'd set higher standards than that. Better than the one that did Don't Ask Me yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Meltdown, Stan. Meltdown. <laughs> yeah, the wife loved it. He suddenly went. <laughs> oh, you, you said to me afterwards, what makes it worse? He said, it's not just getting the questions wrong and looking like an idiot. It's having Adrian Durham sitting right opposite me looking with this sort of look of pity on his face. <laughs> yeah. it, I think it adds extra Scornful. pressure. Adds extra pressure to it, doesn't it? Yeah. But he loves it. Adrian comes in extra early just to sit I there know, and look he likes at to torture me here's, uh, here's one for Nigel Botherway for I think, sure I'll get, I'll Fisherman's Blues yeah from Fisherman's Blues oh yeah an angler fishing from an Indiana bridge reeled in a live grenade oh, prompting wow. a road closure until a bomb squad removed the device I see what bait did he use the luncheon meat <laughs> grenades was, yeah. ordered uh, chub on a pole at a, uh, <laughs> on no, a pole. no they're not the, the cheese on a pole <laughs> yeah, the cheese on a pole yeah. chub on a pole be quite chub a on a pole bait. be wrong you, can't, you want to get a, we put a chub on a pole we might get a bigger fish <laughs> so you might get a shark but there is that people do that don't they do like magnet fishing they go fishing mm. for that sort of stuff oh, to, yeah. it's, it's almost like um, mm. detectorists but on the water but it is dangerous because you can that, pick that up stuff true. like hand grenades I had a story about uh, what was that story about somebody oh yeah that metal detector that yeah. was a weird story in the sun today Where I was didn't that? see little, that Andy what was it little one it was about um, somebody uncovered uh, oh here it is no oh, it was yeah. in the star Elaine Ainsley 66 <laughs> Was re- Who cares? He, I no idea. I care. I I know Elaine, and I yeah. don't think she looks sixty-six. Personally, good. Um, she was reunited with a purse containing a sixpence she lost in the nineteen sixties after it was found by a metal detecting fan, not van, fan yeah. near Edinburgh. Wow! How did that make a national news? It was in the Star. How did it make a national newspaper? There is that still a thing when you give somebody a wallet or a purse? You put, you have to put a bit of money in it. Is that, know, have you ever heard that before? Just I a small heard, like a yes, I couple of that, coins yeah. or something. You know. So she must have lost it quite early then. She must have lost it almost immediately she got it. Yeah. Because there was no other money in there. Well, what a brilliant story. And, and I think really enhanced by the fact we now know how old she is. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. 
Paul's been Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. Now, joining mm. us in the studio to chat about uh, his uh, new project is the co creator of uh, The In Between Us. And uh, he's written, seen by many, is a bit of a holy grail sitcom wise, a football sitcom. Uh, Ian Morris joins in. Good to see you. Hello, nice to see you too. Thanks yeah. for having me. It's, I mean, it, it's a difficult thing to pull off, isn't it? And I suppose it kind of is. Good to see you. <laughs> but no, I've, but I've looked at the angle you're coming yeah. at it from, and I and I, I can see why I think it, it will work. Because, as I said, the, the problems that always come up are shooting the football, making that realistic. coming Even coming up with a fake name of a football team yeah. is a very, very difficult thing to do. So you've you've taken on a, a big a big task. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was all those things, actually. We, we had first had the idea about 10 years ago, and we kind of because Damon and I are quite lazy, we never really bothered with that because it was always, always things you talked about. But actually, yeah, what we've done is you never see a ball, never see a ball kicked. And, uh, yeah, and the team name, we never mentioned the team name. Yeah. We did have to design a badge, which we tried to minimise. But uh, as Damon pointed out the other day, when we were watching it for the sort of 400th time doing the editing, he was like, I think we've designed the <laughs> Sunderland badge. I think we've managed to. I was like, I should have like a bridge and there should be a ball. And we're like, what, oh, what colours are the team colours? They play red. They're red home and a yellow away. So, okay. But you only ever see them in the dressing room, the changing room stuff. But it, right. it came about because I flew to LA once and I was sitting next to Damien Delaney, who used to play for QPR yeah. and Palace. And uh, we were chatting and I, I'd never realised how little time they spend training even. Mm. You know, sort of a couple of hours a day, if that really. And I was thinking, like, what do you do with your time? And he's like, well, I don't know, we're just trying to stay out of trouble. I mean, it's, you know, because <laughs> you know, he's like an athlete. So he's like, I can't go drinking. I don't really gamble. He's like, I go to the library sometimes. I'm like, the library? I don't mean, yeah. I go to the library. Yeah. I'm a massive nerd. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's kind of interesting, like, what do you do with all that time you've got when you've got time and money but you haven't you can't really use it you can't yeah. really do anything that's especially when you've I mean in many cases you're not even from this country if you're a yeah. kind of single guy that's come here and you're trying to fill your time you're probably staying in a hotel yeah. it'd drive you mad wouldn't it yeah that's it and the idea is we've got this the, the lead character is a guy that's come from America as mm. well and there's because they tend to sort of come through a, simple, a bit more of a college education so they tend to be sometimes a bit more educated um, and so the, yeah, the idea of like, dealing with that boredom and how you deal with uh, you know, the afternoons and when you're not training and stuff is, is really, it's, it gets very weird. One, we well, did quite a lot of research, spoke to quite a lot of players and stuff, and one of them said, Oh, yeah, that's why we all get married so young and have kids. I guess it just fills the time. Yeah. Because do that. Because <laughs> your days are absolutely full. Nothing yeah. you can do with it. So. The, the clubs, they used to say the clubs love that when they got yeah. married at about 19, didn't they? Yeah. Fans. They'd settle down, there wouldn't be any trouble. Yeah, it's a Brian Clough thing, wasn't it? Clough was always like, You know, you married? No, get married. Yeah. Yeah, like, no, yeah. that's true. So, of course, they can't bet now, which used to no, be very popular. Yeah, thing. betting was it. Yeah, there was, yeah. I mean, again, another guy we did some research with said that a guy he used to work with used to literally run to the William Hill dressed in his, tra- his sort of training kit. <laughs> like, literally in his training kit at William Hill. Like, straight, yeah. Didn't even bother having a shower, just go straight there. Yeah. I mean, there'd be those tales of uh, Stan Bowles back in the day asking people who won the 250 at Haydock when he was going over to take a corner yeah, and yeah. stuff. You know, were... Well, that's the thing. Is it's really, I mean, we were trying to sort of hit a thing, you know, that it's, the modern footballers don't, they can't do that. They're much more athletic than they used to be. And so it is that thing of actually, it's sort of like boredom. And, and sometimes like mm. mental health issues become the real thing they're trying yeah. to deal with. It's like, how do I... You know, cause also, you can't do... The other thing is that what you've been doing as a kid all the time is playing football. And that's the other thing you're banned from doing in your yeah. spare time. It's like, you mustn't get injured. You mustn't play football. You yeah. mustn't lift any weights. And we're not watching you lift weights. You can't go to the gym. It's like, Can you play you golf now? You're still allowed to Yeah, they still like yeah. to play a bit of golf. Yeah, but even golf, they're a bit like, mm, something, what if you t- pull walk. something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of them do, though. I mean, we were talking to someone a little while ago, just sort of broken into the first team. was about 18. He was going off to his old estate playing cage football and not telling the club <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, yeah. because he wanted to go and see his mates and yeah, he wanted yeah. to go and do that. Yeah. So. 
yeah. and that's the other thing actually was interesting is with, was the idea like you come up to a youth team or you meet other friends and then quite quickly they're gone they're yeah. like, just gone. Gone to a different town, mm. gone to a different country, gone, you're gone, that's it. Yeah. I mean, the other thing as well with overseas players, if helping them settle, there was a time when, you know, they got here and they just had to get on with it. But I think that, you know, they're such valuable assets now. The clubs have got to put a lot of effort into making sure they are happy and, and they do settle down. Otherwise, yeah. they'd be looking to move straight away. They all seem, again, all the sort of clubs we spoke to, they were, everywhere was brilliant really they seemed so just a nice place to work like a really brilliant place to work and everyone seemed really nice yeah you know friendly and clever and you know it was like a really uh i was like oh okay this is not exactly what we were hoping for for comedy but here we go we'll do our best (laughs) what about the trap of social media though i mean so many players yeah yeah and that's a big thing i think that's one of the episodes that we've written was kind of about that and the idea of how you yeah, anyone really can get sort of caught in a vortex of social media. I mean, I'm on Twitter quite a lot, but I spend a lot of time deleting tweets that I want to send. Yeah. Uh, just so my career's not over. I mean, it's, 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 yeah. it's like, oh, I probably better send that as a chance. My career might be over. So I'd probably keep the old career going for a couple more years. Let someone else lend it. There's anyway. no nuance, is there? You'll look no. at someone's, you'll, you'll compose something and you'll no, get no. you think, I'll send that. And you thought, but now people might think I mean yeah. that and I don't mean yeah. that. It's just, what? Not there's worth no it, is upside. It? No, there is no, no upside. It, it, is. It's never the, worth it, though. That's no. what I don't get for footballers. I don't get what they get out of it no but again it's that weird thing i think you sort of you know again i, I in my experience of uh, social media it's got a lot of like loneliness You're like oh, i'm a bit bored and a bit lonely maybe someone will talk back to me from yeah. the ether if i oh, sort yeah, of send I this out there and that kind of that, thing yeah. and you know but yeah no damon's always damon's not on social media and he's always going on to me about uh like just the list of people who've got no upside from social media and only lost their careers. It's like yeah. sort of an endless list, it seems, of yeah. people like, no, no upside for them, just the end of their careers. And that's, that fits into the thing you're talking about with footballers, just they're sitting there, they're rolling, they're going through the phones on social yeah. media and they just get, they kind of find themselves, they maybe get a little bit of stick. I mean, Alex Oxlade-Jamie said, you can't resist it. You're someone, you'll get on the coach yeah. and you'll go through, and even if you've had a bad, it's like self-flagellation, you've yeah. had a bad game, you think, since everybody's piling us, I must have a look at that. Yeah, this is like reading you. reviews of the shows that I've made over the years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, about so, the ma- what about the manager figure? I mean, yeah, he, he has a problem these days, isn't he? Dealing with people who earn so much more than them and aren't really listening to him. And if, yeah. If they don't like what he says, they can go somewhere else. Yeah, it's a really interesting thing, I think, is that you, we, again, sort of the research we did, I was like, does it matter? Does the manager matter? Does it make a big difference? You know, players sort of know what they're doing. They're all quite clever. They've got coaches and stuff. And people were like, well, actually, you, you know, you can tell who's a good manager, who's a bad manager, and who has success and who doesn't. And so actually, of course, the manager matters. And fundamentally, mm. they're in charge. So it's different ways of dealing with it. But it seems to me like, as I understand it, from what I know about Jurgen Klopp, who's the most successful manager at the moment, I'd say, the way he does things is he's like, you're adults, you know, get on with it. I'll trust you to do it. If you're not going to do it properly, then you'll probably get dropped. But I, what you do that side of the white line is what's important to me, not really what, anything else that happens. But, you know, as I understand it, again, he sort of talks to people and gets character references mm. of players before he signs them and that sort of thing. So people were happy to, people in the game were happy to kind of talk to you sort of off the record. Off the record, yeah. people were incredibly helpful, mm. unbelievably helpful, unbelievably nice, incredibly kind, really welcoming. I mean, really just with like a sort of random email, people were just, yeah, great, love to. And so nice. Yeah, I spoke to sort of team doctors and managers and chairman and players and, and ex-players and that sort of thing and everyone's been incredibly far too decent again so I've sort of got the pressure on now I'm like god I hope it is I hope it is funny because all, the, all these people who give me all their time and you guys you guys are in it of course as well oh so yeah we got a, we've got a brief cameo yeah we? voice cameo that's right that's yeah so it's been really people have been hugely generous yeah it's amazing when um when is it going out then that is a good question okay it's supposed to be going out around the Euros BT2 around the Euros so I guess ah. that's June July right 
Okay. So that's the plan. And will it be, a, is it a sort of post-watershed thing? Yes. Okay. Very much so. So a sort of 10 o'clock BBC <laughs> Yeah, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. At least I can come up with a later watershed than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd say certainly so 10 it, We discovered yesterday there's no watershed on radio. Yeah. Really? So, yeah, we... so what you like, basically. Wow. Well, within reason. <laughs> uh, the, um, but uh, so it's the industrial language we've come to know and love from the world of football will feature. Will yeah, it? for sure. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, definitely. And um, the relationship between the players, is it any similarities to the in-betweeners? And... Yes, I'd say we've ripped <coughs> ourselves off pretty effectively. <laughs> is, uh, so if you like the in-betweeners, you'll probably get annoyed that this isn't the in-betweeners like most people do. But then also you might enjoy it, who knows? You, yeah. might, be, you might actually enjoy it as but well. But that's, that's when I read the synopsis, I thought that's a really good, I, I, you know, it was a really good way to come at it because you guys are good at building those relationships with, with characters. So you've got these three characters yeah. that are quite sort of disparate mm. Different backgrounds, etc., and they're thrown together. So I, I, I imagine that's a good angle from your point of view. Yeah. Playing to your strengths, the pair of you. That was basically. I think when we sort of thought about the in betweeners, it was always about you know how, in that case, young men communicate with each other, but also how they how proximity is a big thing at that age. Like you become mates with the people who are nearby. And yeah. The, and then the in between is always about how Jay was like Simon's friend from a long time ago, and Will's the kind of new friend, and Simon's kind of torn between these two people. And and, and you know, a football club is quite a lot like a school. There are sort of cliques, and they're you know different nationalities mm. in different ways. And again, it's about becoming friends with people because they're close to you. They're the proximity yeah. of your friends. And so it's a bit of that, and a bit of like you know, young men dealing with being sort of you know, mm. in the public eye, I guess. And as we said, when you're writing a football sitcom, I would imagine it's, you don't want to descend into cliche. There probably were times you think, boy, it feels a bit cliche. It's not quite right. There's, nothing's too cliche for me and David. We managed to, uh, we managed to run towards those. <laughs> and then maybe put a little disclaimer when they going, oh, this feels a bit like a cliche, doesn't it? And you're like, yeah, well, if the character says it, maybe we'll get away but with these it. These characters yeah. have got a lot more money than the characters in the in-between. So they have, yeah. But yeah. Again, that, that was sort of the idea, was the idea mm. of like, you, you don't really mention the money in it. But in the, in the same way, the in-betweeners, we never really mentioned the money, but you knew it was a constant constraint. Yeah. I guess the idea with this is, you know it's not a constraint, the money, So, but but the sort of celebrity, I guess, is the is the constraint. Yeah. Them, I, I was reading one of the Shrewsbury players today saying that uh, he kind of started to take his career more seriously when he realised he, he couldn't stay up the four o'clock in the morning playing PlayStation all the time. And that's another <laughs> yeah. thing. Often their players get back. Yeah. They're, they're, they're playing with their Fortnite. mates. Sort of like Deli Alley yeah. was talking about Fortnite. They've got to yeah. be careful. There's think... quite a lot of that in it. We've got quite a lot of them playing video games. But again, that's, yeah. that is the thing. That's the thing. That's the sort of, <clears throat> you know, video games are an amazing time sponge hmm. that isn't gambling and isn't going out and getting that's drunk. That's true. Yeah. So that's what they love it. They're just yeah. like, great. And also the other thing they said to us, one player said to me, was that playing those video games, you know, because you can go online and have voice yeah. and you talk to people, mm. it's a good way to keep up with their mates they made when they're 16. So you might get sent to different clubs and transfer, but actually you can keep talking to your friends every night because you play video games, play Fortnite with them or sure. whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, how, how are you feeling about as a QPR fan at the moment? It's, it's been pretty good, actually. I think yeah. it's the best season of... Uh, again, yes, you know me, I'm very <laughs> positive about QPR the whole time, but I've had, we've had a great season, really good. It's been amazing to watch them. I've been to quite a lot of the games and... It's been amazing. They've been playing unbelievably brilliant football. Yeah. The sort of football that makes the uh, fans gasp, not always in a good way. Occasionally everyone's like, get off it, over it. Like, no, no, we play it out from the back. We play it out from the back now. And we give up maybe one goal every two games, play it out from the back. But what we do is we play it out from the back. And it's, it's yeah. become a religion playing it out from the oh, back. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to watch them you try and mix it. it up. You can't yeah. I mean, just it, do that. Oh, it drives me mad when the teams only do that. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, you wouldn't like it down there at the moment then. It's, uh, <laughs> I probably stay away from Loftus Road for a year. Probably will. We've got, um, we've just, I mean, Naki Wells has just gone and he's been yeah. scoring for fun for us. So, and it's great. The young players like Eze has been amazing mm, this year good. and yeah. chairs coming through. I and, thought someone might, a bit like they did with Bowen, I thought someone might have a punt on him. I mean, not the QBR would necessarily let him go. And I, I saw Mark Warburton recently and, yeah. and you know, he's high, he highly rates him, but oh, people are going to come in come in for him aren't they I think eventually? so because he's got that I mean it's interesting he's got a kind of almost a free role at the moment but he's 
his touch is just that thing that he's, so I kind of gasp every time he gets the ball. He's like, he seems to have a yard and everyone else in that division. And the trouble with that really is that, so when he gets the ball in the halfway line, you know, or deeper than that, you're like, oh, it's great touch and amazing, but what are you doing back there? And then when he gets a bit further up the pitch, that's when you're like, okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, I guess it's someone that can find a position for him in their team. Really. But he's unbelievably talented. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Wayne Rooney, what better way to immortalise his return to uh, the English game and his uh, good start, really, for Derby than to immortalise him in sausage? Absolutely. Not for the first time our guest has, has done something special for Wayne Rooney. Uh, but before we speak to him, um, we are going to head back to Cape Town where um, England have lost uh, another wicket. Double Nelson, but another wicket's gone. Yeah, that was gone. untimely. Yeah, uh, Gareth Batty has all the details. Yeah, bang on, man. Double Nelson. 2-2-2 two, two, two for seven now. Uh, the outbatsman is Chris Walks trying to make room and hit the ball over uh, mid-off who was inside the 30-metre circle didn't quite get it right and it's uh, it's a first wicket in his ODI career for Sim... Uh, now then, let me get this right Simpamela uh, Walks goes for 40 England in a pretty good position at 222 for 7 Thanks very much Gareth yeah they did they did rally so well done mm. to Chris Wokes um, so uh, as we said Sausages uh, Wayne Rooney and Steve Crute once again has, uh, has, has done the business good afternoon Steve Hi there there's a pretty good chance that we spoke in 2010 because this is a, we we love a, a specialist uh, sporting sausage. So I'm, I'm sure we would have hunted you down because I went in search of this story uh, on, via Google and found the story from from 2010 from yeah, the World uh, Cup. 10, yeah. And yeah, uh, and you've yeah. basically whenever there's a big tournament that Wayne played in, you'd bring out the bangaroonie again. Yeah, yes, we did. <laughs> Although we have changed it slightly this time. But- Sausages change with the times and customers, you know, they like different things. So we've sort of upgraded it to right. 2020 now. Well, what did the, what did the sausage uh, buying public uh, like in 2010 that they probably wouldn't be so keen on now? <laughs> I don't know. It's sort of just uh, taste change a bit, you know, and uh, we sort of uh, we go through on our sausage accounts. We have, we have mainstream sausages that we sell all the time, mm. uh, but then we sort of we add to it each week and, you know, we have different sort of flavours I might come up with the flavour my butchers might come up with the flavour and that's the excitement of having a small business yourself where you can make these things yeah now this is is this one pork and caramelised onion with black pepper is that is this the one it's, it's very nice actually it does I think we're nice, even yeah. going to put it in for an award because it's that good, that good wow. well I think it is anyway have you sent some to Wayne, or is he aware of this? No, we haven't actually. No, we, we it's honestly it's always difficult sending sausages anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we ought to. Uh, you can get them through the letterbox, no, can't you? You might even call in and come and get them <laughs> on a string. Yeah, you can even lob them up to a top window, can you? I, mean, I imagine they're not the most difficult thing to deliver. <laughs> yeah, you might edit back out though. Well, that's the trouble. Don't give them to the dog though. You can't give them to the dog at the oh, gate, no. can you? No, there, you won't no, see no, them. No, no, no. He certainly can't. You won't see them again. Gone instantly. Yeah. yeah. So, have you any other players have you done or any other sort of sporting? Has it only been Wayne that you've... Well, actually, I mean, over the years, we tend to... Because sporting occasions are good things to do. I mean, obviously, for the for the um, South African World Cup, we did we did the Bangaroonie, we did the Wag Sausage, the, the Wives and Girlfriends one, which was a chicken one, and we did uh, Three Lions for that one as well. Right. But, and we did the Johannes Burger. That oh, that's nice. That nice. I like that. But we, we, you know... Sporting occasions is good ways of getting different sausages, different people. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because in 2010, Rory the came into the shop and he sort of launched it for us. And I mean, he's been literally, literally. <laughs> <laughs> threw him across the shop. <laughs> <That's Yeah. it. laughs> Sorry, but obviously didn't have a good night the other night, did he? So no, no, that's true. <laughs> um, not against Derby anyway. No, so. now, this, 
part of the proceeds, ten percent. That's right. We should say this, and they go to your favourite charity. Yeah, it is. I mean, we, we've always been supporting the same mm. charity for a number of years now. It's the Derbyshire Children's Holiday Centre at Skegness, and they do a fantastic job because they actually uh, sort of kids who don't normally get a holiday uh, they get to have a week holiday at Skegness, and it's a house, and they. They used to do about 460 holidays a year, but they've pushed it up now. It's, I think they're aiming for 660 children to, to get a week's holiday there. Brilliant. It's fantastic, really. Yeah, brilliant. You know, I mean, it's, and it's a local charity, uh, and, you know, they do an absolutely stunning job. And for us to try and give, you know, as raise as much money as we can for them, it's, it's dead important to us that. And, and it's good for, for customers as well. Absolutely. You know, they like sporting things like that. You uh, just finally, you said you're a bit of a Willy Wonka when it comes to sausages, trying different things out. Has there ever been one that you've thought, this is definitely going to work, and when you, you made it, <laughs> yeah. well, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure about that combo. <laughs> yeah, certainly have, and we get into that time again. It was one for, for Valentine's, it was strawberries and champagne, and it was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I imagine that, that could be a bit cloying, could be a bit yeah. sweet, couldn't it, really? So. No, didn't work at all, didn't work at all. I think we'll stick with the pork and caramelised onion. Now, I'm interested in the fact that so the pork's raw, the caramelised onion's cooked, and you put it together, and when you cook it, the actual sausage, what happens to the caramelised onion? Is it just cooked more? It, it, well, it, it just caramelised a little bit more. It just mm, makes okay, it a nice, nice sweet sausage, mm, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Sounds good. But, Brilliant. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah, a really good sausage. Mm. Get people to come, yeah. and then we can give more money to charity. Well, when Derby uh, get promoted via the playoffs, um, and you, yeah. we'll get back to you and have another sausage conversation, hey, they're, Steve. They're not, they're not that far away. Not, no. A couple of difficult games coming up, and then beat Huddersfield. Mind you, have to be careful these lower down teams because they got beaten last week by a lower down team, didn't they? They did. Yeah, that's true. Do you come out with a name for Koku as well? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's, that's could be very difficult. Um, thank you, thank you, Steve. Uh, no problem at all. There's uh, Steve Crook there from uh, Crook's Farm Shop and Cafe. Steve Crook, known as Salmon On in the dressing room, <laughs> of course, much. back back in the day. Um, uh, Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talk Sports. Surely beef. Uh, yeah, it could be, yeah. It's it's it depends if you, if, you like, if, you eat, if you eat a lot of red meat. Yeah, but no, he, does, he doesn't eat red meat. He doesn't, no, eat. He doesn't eat it, Steve. Somebody else, he spits it out, a bit like wine. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I've got a good two different stories okay. involving a former um, girlfriend of Cristiano Ronaldo mm. and Bradley Cooper, Irena Shake. I remember Irena, of course. Yeah, really. yeah. Lots of uh, publicity around her and Cristiano. This is a real two different story. So, mm -hmm. according to The Sun, the most awkward moment at the BAFTAs took place at an after-party. Uh, model Arena Sheik had an unfortunate run-in with ex-Bradley Cooper as they both celebrated at the Vogue Tiffany Bash. Bumping into an ex is bad enough. I can only imagine how uncomfortable it must be. Blah, 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 blah. Right? So that's one story. Basically, they met and they couldn't wait to get away from each other. Yeah. Then uh, another story is... Uh, here they are, being posing in a photo together. See, good to see not all Hollywood exes communicate via lawyers and injunctions. They split up seven months ago, but that didn't stop them partying after the BAFTAs. And what about that? So which one is it? Well, I, Andy, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not the gossip... Oh, I'm not the sport, as in got its own gossip columnist. Me. Maybe it should have. Maybe and you should be the man who should. does it. And uh, Al Pacino, do you see, fell over on the red carpet. Yeah, I did. Basically. I mean, did he... Uh, what was that? Did he just have a tumble... Did he have a fall? He's of an age where you well, can have a fall. He's 79. I'd say he had a fall. Have you seen... Oh, you see Uncle Al? Or he had a fall. <laughs> he had a fall. Is he all right? You're all right, Uncle... Yeah. yeah. I don't think he tripped. He's had a fall. Uncle Albert, isn't he? Really, I suppose. He is Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Albert. Uncle Al Pacino. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but I blame the trainer. He was wearing a dinner suit with trainers. If he'd been wearing vapour flies, he'd have been fine. <laughs> yeah, that's what he would have He can afford them. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. Have you seen The Irishman yet? No. It's good. It's worth watching. He's very good in it. I just haven't got three hours of my life that I can sort of spend on one thing. I could watch it in bits, I suppose. No, it's quite the same. I mean, I would, uh, you know, it's about three, about three forty. You need nearly four hours. Really, <laughs> too long. you've got four hours. No, Andy. I haven't. If you can't tell the story in two hours, don't bother. Well, That's you know, maybe you've got to be the, the man in charge of film at Netflix. <laughs> but they're not. No one's brave enough to tell him, are they? They were when he did Gangs of New York, but not quite so brave. No, it's at true. Do what you like. Do what you like, Marty. <laughs> Six hours, that's fine. Yeah, but you can see you could. I mean, you you, yeah. you kind of feel when you watch it. You, you know, could have you could have saved ten minutes there. No, I'm sure. You know, it looks yeah. good, but it is good. It's worth oh, watching. Yeah. It is good. Yeah, I might watch it on a plane if I'm going to Australia. <laughs> okay. We'll just book a flight. Yeah, yeah. so a very expensive way to get four hours in front of a film. I've got a chance. Neymar, he's going to miss uh, tonight's League One match in away to Nantes. Yeah. Because of a rib injury just 48 hours after celebrating his 28th birthday at a nightclub in Paris. Dancing injury. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, basically, he, he went out to a nightclub and he came back, he had an injury. I don't know what he was doing, but it says, his coach admitted that the preparation was not ideal. Is it the best way to prepare for a match? Clearly not, said mm. Thomas Tuchel. Is it the worst thing in the world? No, he says. <laughs> Answering his own questions. His own question. It doesn't matter, does it? It's France. It's Liga, and they're going to win if, even if no one played. Let's be honest. Up, they could play out Liverpool's reserves, couldn't they? Honestly. Anyway, should we have the clips of the month, Andy? Oh, why not? Let's have the clips of the month, then. So we asked uh, our fine production team to choose the clips for the clips of the month. So we, these are their favourites. So these are these are all new to us. Uh, you can go along to mm. at T S H and J T S H A N D J, 
and uh, vote for your favourite. Have a couple of semi-finals and a final. Uh, mm. But have a listen to them first and see what you make of that. We'll bring you the winner up for a. Be much point voting if you nerd them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this is Georgie <laughs> yeah. Bingham with some surprise news. Mm. Now here's a good one. Uh, John Motson celebrating his 500th year as a commentator. He's wearing well. <laughs> Some of those early games, yeah. <laughs> don't think that's older than football itself, isn't it? Well, very much so, John, <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> it's Mark Saggers talking about the FA Cup. And as far as Middlesbrough are concerned, uh, well, they've just kept that decent run going and they will enjoy a replay at the new Tottenham Stadium. Here's their manager, Jonathan Woodgoat. <laughs> Jonathan, the cartoon version of Borough, Jonathan Woodgoat. I don't know who'd be voicing him. Uh, here's a Chelsea caller to Laura Woods on game day. Yeah, is that a signing that you'd encourage, that you'd like to see happen? Well, the only thing I think Chelsea are quite strong on the wings in that they've got Hudson Adobe. Hudson Adobe, <laughs> yeah, he's got his own typeface, yeah. etc. A bit of an acrobat, you get the idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, what's next? It's Joe Shannon on Villa's new striker. And Aston Villa is set to seal an £8.5 million move for striker Mbwana Samata, the, Tanzani- the Tanzania international. Yeah, Tanzania, and that did mm. remind us of something, didn't it? Take it away, Peter Andre. <laughs> Tanzania. Yeah, is, is Tanzania. <laughs> you get the idea there. Um, and uh, Alvin Martin now with an old adage. There's a saying in football, you're only as good as your next game. Do you know what? I I, I would say, no, you're only as good as the next game. (laughs) What? It's brilliant. It's it's like a Mel Brooks line. It's it's fantastic. It's like something from Blazing Saddles. And finally, it's uh, Coventry team Sam Matterface and Trevor Sinclair shooting the breeze uh, during the match. And we think Sam could have used a slightly different phrase when he picked up the commentary again. Then you'll be able to get TalkSport 2 and you can just flick between the two games. A bit like you do on Tinder. I say that every week. I've never and, been on And there's that, certain Sam. people that get it and there's certain people that don't. <laughs> I have heard Your little swiping, eyes went up there, though. I have heard of swiping left and right, yeah. but I have to say I've never been on that app. Married man, 25 years. Ball's deep inside the uh, Liverpool half of the field. Could have chosen a slightly better turn of phrase. So there we are. Uh, is it uh, Georgie Brigham with Motti's 500 years? Jonathan Woodgoat, Callan Hudson Adobe? Tanzania um, is it uh, Alvin's b- a bit of uh, Mel Brooks uh, or is it uh, Sam and Trevor talking about Tinder two semi-finals then will be held a convoluted series of semi-finals and a final says the producer <laughs> and we'll bring you a winner just before four and we'll play the winning clip again so go along it's via Twitter at TSHNJ T-S-H-A-N-D-J um, Danny the Orient fan tells us yep it's still Tijuana Taxi that the O's run out to well, which is great go, great yeah. tradition yeah. has remained uh, we also mentioned the Wayne Rooney um, the Banger Rooney the, the sausage yeah that uh, Steve Crute and his local butchers near Derby has, has come has come out with. He's brought it back after many years. Um, and um, this guy, you, Philip Cocku, you thought might be a difficult banger to name, but yeah. it'd be the Cocku Van Sausage, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, That would work, is, wouldn't yeah. it? A bit of red wine? Why not? It could be quite nice, yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. So we have a final. Mm, we have yeah. a final uh, for the Clips of the Month. Thank you for everybody who's voted so far. And uh, the ones you favour, the two going into the final will play just before four, we'll play one of them just before four o'clock, uh, is um, Georgie, um, talking about uh, Motti's incredibly long career 
and uh, Sam Matterface and Trevor Sinclair having a chat about Tinder. Um, not surprising that they've made the final, but if you want to go along to at TSHNJ, T-S-H-A-N-D-J, you may have already voted in the semis, mm. but uh, get your one over the line, or if you would like to hear one of those two again, go and vote for them now at T-S-H-N-J, T-S-H-A-N-D-J. And as we said, when Adrian pops in just before four, uh, we will play the uh, winner for you. Um, 30 for one, and you've been keeping an eye on this. How are we looking? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that still depends. I mean, de Kock is the key wicket. If he, the longer he stays there, the more likely South Africa will win. Yeah. They get on, him out, they've got a good chance. He's on 20 at the moment. It's a strange team. I was saying to you yesterday, I don't see the point of not playing Adil Rashid or Moen Ali. I can't, what's the point of bringing them out? They don't even want to win the game. It's a really strange so selection Bring in, rest them, or bring in other players. Try different things in the, in the second match. Once well, you yeah, got, once you got I'll one try in the bank. Series first. I yeah, think. yeah. There you go. Do you have anything else for us, Andy? I probably do. Yeah, I've got. I've got oh, another. Yeah. We're talking about world records earlier on with Ben. Mm. Uh, I'd like you to try this one for us, Andy. The Guinness uh, World Records. They're reviewing an attempt by a free diver to set a record for the longest underwater um, yoga pose. <laughs> yeah, really? this yeah. was Marina. Kazankova, 38. Well, well named. Yeah. Um, who who had a weighted belt strapped to her body and she held the bridge position for four minutes and 28 seconds um, underwater. And uh, the, the, apparently there's no Guinness World Record. <laughs> who knew? No Guinness World Record for that at the moment. Yeah, I think I'll start my own book, the What's the Point book of records. <laughs> okay. That would definitely be in there. Andy Jacobs, your big face on it. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. You <laughs> mean just saying, What's the Point? You press a button and that comes out like that. I think it could work. Do you see Gareth, Gareth uh, Southgate's accounts were released recently? For, uh, and um, yeah, what his image for. rights company, FHS Promotions Limited, hmm. um, showed he'd had a massive increase. Um, um, they think it's all about waistcoats. You've got a 200 grand waistcoat windfall. Yeah. But how does it work? I mean, who, I don't nobody, know. Nobody I don't think. Paid, I just they? think it was a bit of alliteration. I don't think, you know, they've, they've called it a waistcoat windfall, but only you're only going to sit there and uh, question it. <laughs> no one else is. They're just going to go along with it, aren't they, Andy? No one else forensically goes for every tabloid newspaper and breaks it down. But uh, yeah, he's done well. He's done well out of waistcoats. Who, well, who, he wouldn't have known at the time, did he? He wasn't doing it for that no, reason. He wasn't, doing he wasn't looking to set a trend. I still don't see how he. How he Turn it into income, but there you go. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> well, I won't worry about it. Talking of money, though, would you pay $125 for a beer? Uh, 120 <laughs> It's not even Pro- a pint. Probably a not. Oh, okay, $125. Okay, no. What's in this it? Is, this is basically a new trend in America now for very expensive beers. So okay. uh, there's a place called Pretty Ricky's. That is a Belgian variety for ninety pound a bottle. Deuce, it's called. Yeah. A sour red ale from the Catskills. That's fifty dollars a bottle. Uh, it's just mad, isn't it? And the, the America's craft ale scene, where beer sommeliers will tell you which fruity little Belgian to have with your shellfish. Yeah, it's, it's uh, just beer. Isn't it? up, yeah, it's expensive over there, though, especially in the cities. You know, like craft beers, are, you know, they charge you yeah, about thirteen, fourteen dollars for a bottle. That's enough. Well, isn't anybody it? that pays one hundred twenty-five dollars for a bottle of beer is eleven an quid a pint. Not in Iceland, mate. For goodness' sake. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, yeah, Mark Owen had an interesting little story in his uh, column in the Sun recently, mm. and he was talking about uh, Maurizio Macri, the newly appointed head of the FIFA FIFA Foundation, Former Argentinian president. Yeah, that's right. 
Um, he required life-saving treatment during his third marriage ceremony after doing what, Andy? Have another guess. We'll play have another guess. You'll never get it in a million years. No, he no, had to I have didn't. life-saving treatment during his third marriage ceremony. He didn't... He didn't choke on the words, I do. <laughs> or flick a peanut up in the air and try and catch it in his mouth. Who, who does that in the church? <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you had a great service. <laughs> do you, hang on, I just want to finish these peanuts. No, you'll, you'll never believe what he did. What did he do? He swallowed the fake moustache he was wearing as part of his Freddie Mercury impersonation. Really? Yeah. I've never heard that. He had a, he's got a moustache anyway. Why would he need a fake one? Well, I don't, what, one that was a bit more Freddie. <laughs> But, yeah, he swallowed it, swallowed the tash. They had to give him the old Heimlich, I bet. Oh, my goodness. What about that? Good story. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Thank you for everybody who voted uh, in the uh, Clips of the Month uh, via Twitter. And, uh, yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 